and welcome to the ArborPod Detective Dendro series. Today's guest is Francis Mayer in the case of the Ailing Avenue's Redux. This podcast is provided by the International Society of Arboriculture. It was a pleasant spring evening. I was wrapping up the paperwork on a local case of verticillium wilt when Coded bounded in with the afternoon mail. He sorted through the usual advertisements and tree care product catalogs, pulling out a thick envelope with multiple cancellations decorating both sides. Looks like we got a letter from France, judging by the stamp. A few snapshots fell to the desk as I opened the letter. Looks like the infected plane trees we inspected last year on our trip to France. I nodded and looked at the letter for explanation. Dear Detective Dendro, I'm Francis Mer, a French consulting arborist in the south of France and an ISA member. My colleague and I regularly search for Stratocystis platani along the Canal de Midi, as referenced in the case of the Ailing Avenues, December 2015. In the last year, we have found about 2,000 new trees infected by the fungus. 2,000 trees? I ignored Codet's excitement and continued to read. On the Canal du Midi, the main vector of the fungus is the water, because the spores are floating on it, and the tree roots damaged by the numerous tourist boat rentals on the canal provide open doors to infection. Another significant way for transmission of Ceratocystis is the root grafting between neighboring trees. It's the same case in avenue plane trees. For this reason, it's necessary to remove two or more trees on either side of the diseased plane tree to stop the rootway for the fungus. The number of buffer trees requiring removal depends on the distance between healthy and infected trees. The trick is knowing for certain which trees are infected and which aren't without having to send samples off to Paris and waiting for results, a lengthy delay that can result in even more infestation in outlying areas. Gosh, Dendro, isn't there a way to detect the fungus without fancy laboratory equipment? I suppose by the time the chlorosis becomes apparent, it's already too late. Yes, the yellowing of the leaves is due to the numerous toxic substances produced by the fungus already at work within the tree. But there are simple ways to test. And for one, all it takes is a little rabbit food. I could almost see the wheels turning inside Kodit's head as he tried to figure out what I meant. Rabbit food? You've got to be kidding. Nope. Simplest way to detect for the fungus pathogen is to put a sample from the suspect tree between two slices of carrot. And in just a few days, the pathogen forms parathesia, fruiting bodies. Another method for detection developed in France during the 1980s is called a biological trap. You put a sample, such as wood chips, soil, even sawdust in a bottle with purified water, include a healthy plane tree twig without bark, and add some bubbles with an aquarium air pump to mix the solution and prevent bacteria development. After a few days, the fungus passes from the sample to the twig and develops spores and fruiting bodies. It's an efficient, inexpensive, and very simple test method. I grabbed a fresh sheet of paper and began detailing the procedure for creating a simple test for the pathogen. Maybe we should plan a return trip to France, just to help identify infected trees. Maybe we will, Codet. I've been craving a good cup of French onion soup for some time now. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the ArborPod Detective Dendro series. You can earn CEUs for this podcast. Just log in at the ISA store 
click on Online CEU Quizzes and find the Detective Dendro Quizzes. Stay tuned for the next ones. This podcast is provided by the International Society of Arbor Culture.